You're listening to Relationships and Chill, the podcast for singles and couples about how to find and cultivate the relationship you've always dreamed of based on trust and honest communication. Why waste your time going through the typical dating obstacle course only to end up with drama, jealousy, and heartbreak when you can find the love of your life and live happily ever after? So sit back, chill, and get ready to make relationships great again. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Relationships and Chill Podcast. I am your host, R. Anthony, and today we have a very special Father's Day edition of Relationships and Chill. As I always say, Relationships and Chill, our aim is to make relationships great again. It doesn't just have to be romantic relationships. It could be all types of relationships because they are all very important in our lives and they tell a story so someone right here is a very special guest this is the man that made me <laughs> this is the man that is responsible for me being on this earth and so um it's a very special father's day edition that i wanted to do while he was up here visiting me and so um without further ado i wanted to introduce you guys to pops pops get on the mic say what's up hello everyone <laughs> Welcome, Pops. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I know you're a little nervous. It's probably the first time you've ever been on a mic, huh? Very first time. Okay, yes. okay. So, yeah, we just, um, we're just going to uh, just talk about certain things that I wanted to cover as it relates to relationships and chill because there's a, lot of, there's a lot of topics that we can cover as it relates to relationships. But I think this is a very important topic to, to introduce, especially for black families because this is one of the things that a lot of black people – really don't get a chance to do. I know a lot of people that I know, they don't even really have any kind of relationship with their father or let alone even know their father. So I have been blessed to be able to become very, very good friends with my father. He's my closest friend, actually. So I wanted to make sure while he was here that uh, we got a chance to interact on the microphone because we do a lot of interacting anyway in real life. So I figured it'd be great to have him come on and give his input on various things that he sees. But first, Pops, I want to ask you, how important do you think it is to have a relationship with your father, regardless of how strong it is? How how important do you think it is? It is so important. I want to stress that in a way that you really believe and know that it is so important. All right. And so, it, it, like, I know a lot of guys out there, they're still trying to figure out what they want to do and you know you know just going through the relationship thing and but they have children but they're still kind of out there looking around and you know playing around and all that kind of stuff how do you how would you approach that now at your age in life as it relates to that very cautious (laughs) (laughs) if i if i'm very cautious what do you mean pops uh Taking your time to build a strong relationship, which I think the most important things are is love, trust, and respect. Okay. You establish those three things there. There's no end to what you can accomplish in your relationships. Okay. I guess I guess we can start off kind of going going through our relationship and how, you know, we moved we moved away early in our lives, right? So, my mom remarried and we moved um we started a military life and so our relationship obviously was 
not as as strong as it could have been because I was we weren't with each other as as much as you should be, I guess. But um, having um, experienced those things, and then you know, because every periodically we would come back and we would you know spend time and all that kind of stuff. So, but to be able to, I guess, I guess I want to ask you to 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 see the growth or change that happens because we would only see each other like say every summer or every few summers but observing I guess the growth and the change because that's that's ultimately what it boils down to you when you're there you get to monitor the the child's growth on a day-to-day basis but when in a situation like that it's only periodically so how how does how did that make you feel seeing the growth that you couldn't really be a part of it's a hard, hard pill to swallow. I promise you it is. But uh, knowing that you have a strong mother and a strong relationship with that, with her, you know, that she's doing what I should have been doing and, mm-hmm. and, and taking care of that, man, it, it makes it a little easier. But still, it's a hard pill to swallow. Oh, yeah, I can understand that. So, I mean, just basically we had, um, like I said, we grew, grew up in the military uh, household our relationship we still had a relationship like I knew who you were and all that kind of stuff and we interacted and we stayed we come back for the summer we stay and all that kind of stuff but then we'll go right back away to wherever we were living California Washington DC Japan wherever we were living eventually I got to the point to where I wanted to come and move with you and uh, <laughs> that was a very interesting time <laughs> At that time, I was about 17. We moved away probably when I was about seven or eight. So, but when I came, when I finally decided to move back in with my dad, and I was like, man, it's going to be great. We're going to have a little bachelor situation. It's going to be all men. You know what I mean? I was like, my brother's going to be there. My pops is going to be there. And so they came and picked me up from the airport. And uh, when we got home, you know, I unpacked, you know, put everything where I needed to go. And the next day, <laughs> I'm talking about as soon as I woke up the next morning, Pops was like, well, <laughs> he was like, well, I want you to meet uh, this young lady. I was like, okay. And uh, she'll be moving in too. I was like, <laughs> I was like, what? But yeah, I thought it was very interesting that the very next day that happened. You know, so we really didn't get a chance to establish the type of relationship that I I thought we should have at that time because he was a little smitten at the moment. At that time in my life, I tell you, my philosophy was totally screwed. My philosophy was, uh, you know, 17, a young lady was 17 to 25. If she was over 25, uh, she was too old for me. <laughs> at that time in my life, that's where, that's the, that's where I was at. That was so, like in 99, 98. Yeah, that was many moons ago, but Thank God I've you know, come mm-hmm. a long way from that. Yeah, that's good. good. But, yeah, I thought it was hilarious that the, wow. the very next day, <laughs> I'm talking about as soon as I got there, I was like, man, we're going to have a ball. It's going to be all the guys. We're going to chill. And the very next day, he was like, well, I want you to welcome her in. Come on in. <laughs> Everybody make yourself at home. Now, this is like a, a one-bedroom almost, like a 1.2-bedroom. So, <laughs> but it was, it was cool, though. I mean, um, eventually, I moved over, over with my grandmother because she had a little bit more room and it was a little bit more structure over there. Um, so it was good for me to just go over there and, and catch the bus and 
have you know enough time and room to be able to do what I needed to do to finish school and stuff like that. So, but anyway, I eventually left there. I was like, man, I got to go back with, with my mom's. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, forget this, all the comforts I'm leaving behind. Let me go ahead and move on with my mom's and get my own bedroom and all that kind of stuff. So I moved back. We, they finally came back from Japan. And uh, I know I'm probably telling this story all over the place, but they moved back from Japan. But their next place to go was Virginia Beach. So I was like, man, of course I'm going to go with them back to a beach. And so they left. But our, our, me and your relationship pops. It was still kind of rocky, especially at that time, because, you know, you had all that stuff going on, and I was just focused on on basketball and high school stuff, you know, just being that young. I really wasn't focused on much else, you know. So. And keeping it real, you know, in the days I had a, I had an addiction that hindered a whole lot of my life. And I, wow, it's something that I stretched and nobody never go that route in life because it, it destroyed, almost, almost totally destroyed my life. I thank God that I've come back from that and mm-hmm. tried to steer other people from that decision in life. And, uh, and the bond that you can have with your kids, man, you can't replace that. You can move on and, and put it behind you. I have other kids, and uh, we have situations that uh, we still got a lot of work to do. Mm-hmm. A lot of work to do. Would you say we, me and you have done the most work as far as your children go? No doubt about it. Relationship, communication, mm-hmm. uh, keeping it 100. Yeah. And that has, that has been the main thing. Because me, me and you, we have a really great relationship for all the things that I'm describing to have happened. Because one thing I learned when I when I did, and I'm getting to this point, when I moved to Virginia Beach, I really started to kind of understand, not, not even a whole lot. I started going to church and working behind the scenes with the ministry and stuff like that. And so I started to understand the importance of that relationship with your father. I started to see that it's extremely important because you get a starting point. You get a collection of different things that you can pull from when you are in connection with your father. You can, even if it's not good, even if the things are not good, you still have something that you can work from. When you don't have a relationship or have any information about your father, you don't have anything to work from. So you kind of end up repeating a lot of the same things that he did, if that makes any sense, without even you knowing. So I think it was very important to have that example, to have that model to be able to pull from. So from that point, I began to I began to kind of um, go back to understanding and finding out more of who you are. Yes. You know what I mean? That was around when I came back. Remember when I came back to get my license? You, you, you and uh, <laughs> what's his name? Uh, Fred of uh, whatever. Ready yeah, Ready Freddie had came. <laughs> Y'all had drove all night <laughs> yes, <laughs> to come did. pick me up, and because uh, I had to get my driver's license, so I had came back from Virginia. And I said, I'm going to make this opportunity the time where I really start to engage and, and talk to my talk to my dad and just get to know who he is and, and kind of move past this moment. And so I don't know if you remember, but we used to have like a, it used to be a cookout every night. It used to be a barbecue every single night, a party every single night. I think that, I, th- I don't know if she was still there at that moment. I think she had left. Okay, so she was gone. She was out to picture then. So he had a little bit more clarity. So it, it really is important. And it, it, for men, it really is important to know 
what type of women you choose in, at that moment. Because it can really, it can create major issues in your relationships with other people. Yes. Because other people were telling you not to do that. And, but those relationships with those people were starting to kind of go away too, correct? Yes. And, and it got to where I didn't allow that. I was had enough sense, enough strength to, to really, to see the light eventually. Because <laughs> I was blinded. Yeah. She was, I was in my early 40s and she was 17. <laughs> <laughs> she was 17. <laughs> 17. So, hey. Yeah, I was. And I was like 16, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think eventually we became the same age, and I was like, man. So Pops was getting kind of suspicious. I was like, I don't want you. I don't want that woman. I do not want her. Wow. So they can make you like that sometimes if you let them. Uh, I, I think if in a situation where if one start doing things that are not typical of you, it, it eventually makes you start doing things. Mm. Uh, if you allow that to happen and, and until you get a grasp of what's going on, it, it can really, mm -hmm. yeah. it doesn't discriminate, trust me. But what do you mean exactly? Like, As far as the relationship with her uh -huh. and allowing things to go, in a sense, in her direction instead of what you wanted to do. What I would normally typically do. Uh -huh. uh, and things of such as... Uh, just being suspicious uh -huh. of, of certain things that I typically wouldn't be suspicious of. Right. When a when a person is suspicious of you, then you be, you, become you become suspicious. suspicious. Uh huh. Yeah. I see. I see. I know a lot of that probably has to do with reputation um, and what what you hear around town about what this person did or do or is doing and all that kind of that stuff. That can that can hinder you. Person, people. I'm, I'm not a really. A, real people's person uh -huh. so I, I wouldn't have a, a person to come to me and just to give me information such as that I'm not an approachable type guy I guess it's, you think so I, I think so I think but I know a lot of people they they I mean I guess on a surface level they they know you and they talk to you but they you know, wouldn't come but they me. wouldn't come with like personal information like no, that they but they'll just say hey what's up how you doing been along that type of thing right no, okay no. But, but that you got plenty of yeah, plenty of people know you. Uh, no doubt about that. But as it relates to, you know, that, like, it's very important, the type of woman that you choose, and because she can hinder a lot of things, that and, and it'll blind you. And, and, you know, like I said, those days my mind was coming off of situations and getting to situations. and, and What uh, do you mean? Coming off of being addicted to, to, to drugs and to... And then you come into supplying it, mm. you know, mm -hmm. supplying it. Then I got, you know, got past supplying it to where now I'm probably the brokest cat in the noodle, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm free. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm free, I'm free. And uh, So you, you got with her at the tail end of that or like kind of in the middle of the tail I, end? I was, no, I was at the, at the beginning of, of supply. Okay. You know, so, okay. Uh, pretty much in the beginning. Had a lot of loose money to, to burn. Money to, to burn. To play with. And, yeah. and I played. Okay. Uh, I see. So you think it was more of a financial thing? The reason why she got with you? Or you think? Oh, of course. You know, you, you 
I, you know, I've been in a lot of situations and relationships, and I've been in relationships to where a lady has taken care of me, and I've just, you know, I've wanted a relationship to where I was gonna take care of the lady. Mm -hmm. yeah. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, with the wrong, you just happen to have chosen neither, the wrong lady. Yeah, yeah. Uh, neither one is good, in my yeah. opinion. I think it should be a 50-50 thing, mm -hmm. you know, instead of the, the situation that I was in. Right, but so, she was so young, though, I mean. She was young. She, she was, was super young. young. But she had went through a lot of stuff. A lot of things in life. Right. A lot of things in life, too. To see your dad kill your mother, Mm -hmm. and then have your dad hang himself, you know. Mm -hmm. So she had a lot of psychological issues lot, going on. A lot yeah. of things going on there. You know, I knew about it. That's why I could deal. Right. You know, a person that didn't know of those things wouldn't put up with the things that right, I that probably you Gotcha. Know. Okay. So, so you had a lot of, like, it was a lot of sympathy that... A lot of, lot yeah. of more or less trying to be more of a father figure and, yeah. in, in a way. And it, it's confusing. Mm-hmm. To but, know that personal stuff in her life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you think it would have been different if you were in a different place in your life? Like like you said, you were starting to supply and, you know, um, you know, just be in a different place in your life, you know, where you came off of, where you say you came off of the drugs and then you starting to supply. So you have that lifestyle to deal with and you got her and then you got her background and all this stuff. So you got all these things going on at the same time. That you're having to deal with. It was a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it was best for me to get away from... from At that time, it wasn't good. It yeah. Was, it wasn't good. It, it was a lot of arguing, fuss, fight. Mm -hmm. And I've never been a fighter. Mm -hmm. Never. But this girl here, you either fight or you get your butt kicked. <laughs> You know? And we found out later how she really, really yeah, how really, she really do. Really a blessing to, yeah. for me to be here. Yeah, because she actually she's doing life now for actually stabbing somebody to death. So, yes. so yeah, I think I'm glad it worked out. But I, I moved down there to build a relationship with you. Like I, I moved down there specifically for you from Okinawa, Japan, when I stayed yeah, there. See, my mind then, then I was happy, so happy to see you, and and then that whirlwind came into our lives mm -hmm. and it, it's, it was a setback right it was it was a setback mm -hmm. but it worked yeah. out though it did work out at the, towards the end but that's that's kind of where I'm where I'm headed with the story like as I began to grow in my knowledge and, and understanding of different things I understood how how important that relationship with your father is and with your mother, obviously, but I already had a great relationship with my mom at the time because I was raised with her my whole life. So obviously, I knew more about my mom than I did my father. So I wanted to go and and my stepdad too. I, I kind of knew more about him than I did my actual dad. So it was one of those things where I was very uh, intrigued to know the person that that sponsored my life. Uh, I needed to know more about him. And so that's why I moved initially, but I was like, man, let me get away from here because it's just it's so toxic because my life, military life, is very structured and very um, very foundational. It's very, um, I don't know what word I'm looking for, but it, it's, it's very sturdy. It's something you can depend on. Um, whereas when, when I moved down to that situation, it was just all over the place. Like, I didn't know you know, what was going on, what we were doing tomorrow, what we would do next. So there wasn't really any structure. And so um, eventually, I probably stayed there maybe a little under a year, maybe a year at the most. But then I was like, I got to go because I, I need to get back to 
where I, yes. yeah, where, where it yeah. makes sense for me. And I wasn't holding him back in no way, shape, or form because I knew I could see that, you know, it wasn't good. It mm -hmm. wasn't a good situation for me, for him, you know. At that time, it was just, oh, that was tough. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was. But, you know, I, I knew what I had to do, you know, and I knew eventually... Well, in that situation, I didn't know what was going to happen with you and her. I just was like, I know. Because I wasn't even staying there at that point. I had left to where I was staying with my grandmother. And it was it was pretty cool to be over there because I had more interactions with people, my uncle, my uncles and all that kind of stuff and all these different types of people and people that were, you know, um, that wanted to that wanted to see me. But, you know, at the same time, it was just everybody was kind of doing what they felt like they needed to do what they normally do. So that was cool. But I eventually was like, okay, forget it. So I know, like I said, this story is all over the place, but please try to follow me. <laughs> so I, when I moved up there to Virginia and I got involved in the church and the ministry and all that stuff in the background, that's when I, I was like, okay, let me build the bridge back with my father because the scriptures always talk about how important it is for the father and the son and and all that kind of stuff. So I, I knew and I had a basic understanding, not as much as I do now, about the relationship between a, a father and a son. And like I said before, it it really um, is important to have that knowledge of who he is, regardless of how deep that knowledge is or the example that's set in that knowledge and that information that you get. It's very important to have some working model to, to, to actually go from. And so it's some very important for... And we don't. I don't have any kids yet, so. But it's very important, and I knew that having that understanding and having that knowledge is, you know, you understand that when you do have children, there's a lot that you have to impart into their lives, and you want to make sure you have as many great examples as you can to give to them, so that they'll have a great starting point. So it took me about 18, 19 years to even just get to that starting point, because I finally decided to eventually build that relationship and he was in a place where he was actually able to allow me in to start the process of building a relationship so i don't know if you remember when we got back and um you it was a barbecue or something and i and i pulled you to the side it was me and you it was just me and you you probably don't remember yes, well, that probably yeah that was that was a start yeah Yes. Yep. That was that was the, that was a major thing for me. Just and people say people don't think it's that important, but that moment right there really started a shift into where I am today. Like if I had not have done that and put them to the side and asked them all these different questions and wanted to know things, it it it, it was just something for me to just kind of start the ball rolling. And but yeah, and it did. And so we we're here where we are now. We have. A great, we have the most amazing relationship of all the guys I know, as far as with their their father son relationships. Because I don't really know. Dude, what about you? No, not, no, I don't. I can honestly say that. Yeah, I don't really know people that have, you know, at least black guys that I know. They don't really have that relationship, and I, and I think that's important that we we have to start working on those things because we miss out on so much as it relates to having a, a relationship with our with our dads because everything is so mom uphill like mom is up here where dads are kind of over here off to the side somewhere where you you know it's not much appreciation given to our fathers but 
for a man is it is extremely important because you will eventually become that man that you're ignoring you yes, know yes. and you know my dad going back to my situation I, I didn't have a relationship with my dad until maybe my teenage years when I first spent a little time with him and, and from that point on we established a, a, a relationship had a, had a relationship good relationship with my dad and uh, he was one of them guys. <laughs> and they said the apple don't fall far from the tree. But, you know, myself, I look back on situations and, and I kind of said I'm going to do the opposite because that ain't, that ain't mm-hmm. right. That ain't the way it should be. Uh, and it gave whatever. you a starting point. It gave you an example of what not to do. Exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. And so that's, that's, uh, that's part of why it's important to have that relationship. Very much. Mm-hmm. But now, you know, that's like the first stage of it, just to be able to see what you shouldn't do, should right. do, you know. That's, that's part of it. Yeah, that's, that's the first part. like first stage. But then as you start getting to know each other. You understand why. Yeah. Why 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 did this happen or why did right. you know, certain situations, why did those things occur? Mm-hmm. And if you can get a, a answer to that, mm-hmm. it means so much. It does. It really does. And I think I I think I got got those at that time, but but the important thing that I've seen is we actually have more in common then we don't because during those times you don't know how to look at your dad like you said mm-hmm. but before you actually got got to interact with him you just okay that's him that's what who people say my dad is or that's my dad and so you don't really think about it but as you get older you start becoming interested in in him mm-hmm. no doubt yeah and so but the first stage is like just getting a interaction and finding out what you know who he is and all that kind of stuff but then next phase is like once you actually get past that it's kind of like almost like being a stranger almost in that in that scenario and then as you get to know each other and you see how similar you are mm-hmm. you become like really close friends really and you see things that man i wonder where i got that from exactly you know, i yeah. see i can see you know i have a grandson that is uh well, it would be my dad's great grandson, mm-hmm. and my dad has some feet that if you've ever seen him, you wouldn't forget him. <laughs> <laughs> and my grandson, he came out with the exact same feet, <laughs> and it was amazing how those jeans carry. Yeah, uh, real strong. And my dad was a truck driver, mm-hmm. and that and was in the '60s, and, you know, mm-hmm. '70s and what have you. So. They was they were living foot wild and free. free. Yeah, yeah. foot loose and fancy. It was a wild, wild they west. Probably had kids and tried to get a kid in every state. state. Yeah, yeah. I knowing that, and I know how many kids he had. He probably had what sixteen, and counting. And counting. Yeah, they yes. still figuring them out. Yeah. But he had a lot of kids, and I knew in that occupation, and that's something that's pretty easy to do. So I was like, Nah, I'm cool. I'm not gonna do that because then I coupled that with our relationship and like understood that you know. It's something to have children, especially a, a man having sons, because they are to be the one that take over your place to a certain degree. Um, you're supposed to pass down all the information and, and stuff that, that you can use that keeps your name alive, you know, and that's what it's really about. But see, we don't understand legacy. We don't understand the importance of sharing information because that's what keeps our genes going not just a physical look of of who we are but like the mental and and the principles and the things that we know those are things that are very important that you you have to establish those things before you 
really before you pass them down to your kids. But if not, you can you'll have to pass them down to your grandkids or whatever. But once you establish some principles about, you know, who you are and, and what you believe to be true. Those are the things that, that are great starting points for your children, great mental starting points. And so, um, but yeah, I mean, from that point on, our relationship just continued to get better and better mm-hmm. and better so, and better to now. Now, you know, in my mentality and you know, your grandmother's mentality, you know, your grandfather, mm-hmm. you know, their mentalities. And, and what do you see in me from from their sides? Well, so, I don't, as far as that goes, I'm not. I'm not sure what you mean. Um, like granny, you know her I, mentality. I didn't really know much about our about my granddad. I didn't really know much because he died when I was so young. Yes, so yes, you know. So I, I really don't know. But what, you know, as far as his, his children that you do know, mm-hmm. like you know, it's my brother Clarence. Mm-hmm. You know, my sister Mignon. I know he he liked to have a good time. And I know he liked to do certain things. So I think you picked up on a lot of that and being very personable with people in terms of being interactive. People loved him. You know what I mean? Like people. They respected him. And that's, that was a lot. They they did respect. He could cook. Yeah. Yeah. He allowed to cook fishing and those things. I took those traits from him. And my mother. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my mother. She's in her 80s. I raised more hair than Donald Trump. <laughs> I promise. Because if she don't like you, mm-hmm. you know it. And it can be for no reason. Mm. What I'm saying, though. Well, I don't know how, how it's gotten. Because that's the thing. Like, I can't. It's tough for me to do it because I'm their grandchild. grandchild. So they're going to already. Like, Granny already puts me in a whole other category. But you if know. you can sit around and see her. She won't be like that around me, though. Like, oh, you yeah. see, but you see what I'm saying? Like. She won't react to people a certain kind of way because of the way she looks at me. So you're going to get a different version of her than I'm going to get. Because okay. when I come in there, she watching Family Feud and oh. doing crossword puzzles. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so I get a different experience. And then if my wife is with me, like, it's a whole, even, we get a whole tamer version of, of who she is. But um, I, see, I see exactly what you're saying. Yeah, and that is so true. It's, it's very but true on a day to day basis. But see, that's the thing. I haven't been around her like that. I mean, I was there, yeah. but that was like in the early nineties. And that's what I'm saying, see, I don't see that early. none of that in you. I see more of me because I'm a more laid back person. For mm-hmm. it. but you that know. but that goes back to environment though. Because if you like, if I'm down there, you're where you live. You're all over the place because that's the environment. It's so much going on. There's so much to do. So many people coming in and out, you know. But up here, you get a chance to relax and be laid back. Yes. So it's going to be a different you that I get a different. It is a different you because it's in a different environment. You're more relaxed. You don't have a lot of stuff to do. You're just sitting back relaxing. I have to. Re- I require that peace. And I think I've learned that about myself is that I can't be in an environment where I where that peace inside of me is is being stirred up mm-hmm. i have to remove myself and you know that's why i don't really go to a lot of places and i don't really no. hang out um in a lot especially just in a lot of places in general but i have to have that peace that's what caused me to even create this podcast because it's a way of expressing that thing and expressing that idea because if you can't have peace you can't see 
That's a fact. Yeah. If you don't have peace, you cannot that see things for how they really are. And I do believe it or not, in my even in my environment that I'm in, I have nothing but peace. Mm -hmm. I can sleep with my windows up. I, my door is unlocked. I have peace, man. I, I honestly do it. I don't have to worry about mm -hmm. nothing such as that. So, but it's, it's it, it, that's yeah. anywhere you are. You might have to you might have to avoid a straight bullet. As far as your own, my own little space, I got nothing but privacy and peace. It's important. I mean, Once you step out the door, yeah. and so you can't have that peace and quiet that you want in my environment. That's that is true. Right. As far as the peace and quietness, yeah, you can't come out and just enjoy yourself by yourself. But that's important too because it affects even just what you take in. It's like if you yeah. go outside and and it's been raining all day, and you step in the mud and you go back in the house, that mud is gonna come back in with you. So even if it, your house is clean, you still bring in mud into the house from outside. So you bring energy from outside into your house, and you a lot of times you don't even really realize it. Mm -hmm. And that's when I have to have these vacations. Exactly. These <laughs> that's what I was getting to. Yes. Yeah, that's what I was getting to. Like, so your idea of the peace that you created in that environment is different from the peace here, where it's actually peace all the way around. Peace. When you go outside, there's peace. When you come back in, there's peace. And that's what I mean. I have to have that regardless. If not, I have to decompress for mm -hmm. as much time to, to center myself to get to that place it's, where it's, I can. There's some, a lot of different phases that you have to go through in that type mm -hmm. of environment. You know? Like I said, one minute you can be inside, you can be at ease. Mm -hmm. Once you step outside, man, you got to be, be on, on guard. guard. Mm -hmm. So that is a total difference. Yeah, that's true. But where we are now, I mean... That's that's the beauty of it, and that's them, and, and and it's worth it. Once you understand, especially if you have children, um, the beauty of it is the connection that you eventually grow to. And so that's that's what you that's the working model. The working model is okay. Like I have children, but it's the it's the process of not wanting to repeat the same thing, and you want to start the process of actually grooming them. And prepping them for life because you don't want to wait and and waste 18 19 years 20 years um to finally get to a place where you can in, where you can involve yourself in their growth you want to start that process now immediately. immediately because as as i've gotten older and i'm 36 now pops you're 59 so as we as i've gotten older we've become we've become great friends yes indeed because, like, we have an understanding, and based on my experiences, I can understand more of his perspective. And he can look at me and see what I'm going through, and he can see how it would feel to be in that scenario. Because I'm like a version of him, and he's like a version of me, you know. So, and that's but and I've that's been young before, yeah. But I'm being old through you, yes. You see what I'm saying? Like, I'm getting that old, old no view that. through you. And that's why it's, that's why I say it's important to have that relationship because yeah. I can look ahead just by looking at you and seeing what I can potentially become. Mm -hmm. So that's that's amazing when you start to look at it from that perspective and you start working from that perspective as a not not only as a man that is becoming a father but as a as a son. It's very important to go back try to establish something with your father. I don't care how old you are if he's still alive. It's important to, to at least start the process, start the interaction. And my biggest thing was I had to forgive. Mm -hmm. That was the biggest key for me was to forgive. For me, forgiving is 
relatively easy forgetting this part that mm. I have trouble with. See, I lump it all into one. I just, like, I, I, once I build up the point to where I understand why I should forgive, then it's easy for me to forget. Like, I know that you're my dad, and I know that relationships are supposed to be a certain type of way. Like, if you were married, you guys are supposed to be married and stay married. But then, that's what I'm saying, but then, as a child or as a son, you start understanding as you get older why relationships don't work, why things can start off great, but they don't necessarily carry over and they don't continue to be great. And so you guys, you guys had to get divorced because of the things that you were doing versus the things that she wanted done. Exactly. So for that, I could have been like, well, whatever, whatever. But when I understood as a man, I started growing and learning and seeing things differently. I said, okay, well, that makes, I mean, it happens. People, you know, and then you start looking at your friends and realizing like, this is a common problem. This ain't something that's just going on with me and my family. This is something that's pretty common. So it's something that we're doing specifically as a group of people that we don't see it the way that it should be viewed. But as you get older, you start seeing how it affects the whole family unit. So now you're looking at all the kids and you're like, this kid is doing this and that kid is doing that and this child is doing this. And I'm like, they all like so different, but they're a product of who you are. But yeah, that's what's so interesting about the whole thing is just the the way life happens and the way you're you 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 know, I always look at it like this. If a tree a tree an apple tree is only gonna give a certain type of apple. But you got some apple trees that are like you bite into some apples and they're the best apples you ever tasted. But then you got some, you're like, man, this this apple is horrible. And you eat a whole bag and you're like, okay, maybe it's just that one, but two, three of them, they're some bad apples. That just it just came from a bad apple tree. So it's important to um to have that it's important to have that clarity and that have that understanding. And so I think that's important and we're still we're always going to be working on our relationship, you know, and that's and that's good. But I think we've come come to the point where it moves from we didn't know each other to okay we have some kind of relationship as you know father and son to now we're like really good friends yes. because I feel like you understand me and you can see more of me than anybody else can because you're a man I'm a man you're my dad I'm your son. So a lot of the things you're going to see and you're going to recognize in me that you recognize yeah, in yourself. Yes, I know the accomplishments and the goals that I had in my life that were interrupted by my addiction, that I can see those in you. And mm -hmm. I know I know it's strong, man. Oh, yeah. I know it's sincere because I know myself. And mm -hmm. I know. So, yeah. Absolutely. Well, you guys, um, I just kind of want to sum it up with what we've kind of went over here and you know, I, I, I've, man, if you're a father, and I'm not a father yet, but I can definitely understand based on just my connection with my with my dad and how important it is to have that relationship with your father and have that that time to put in with your child because it's an investment. And um, I know a lot of the times the mother kind of withholds that thing, but that's a relationship that you got to work on also. You know, and, and the fact that you chose that particular woman and whatever issue she has going on with you, those are things that you have to work out. But don't let that be the reason why you don't have a relationship with your child from as early as you possibly can. And, you know, I must interrupt and say this, but your mother now 
never stopped being friends. Mm -hmm. Never. Never. Right. To this day. Well, I mean, some guys, they don't have that with their... Because um, I know mom would, wouldn't have mind, you know, she didn't. She wasn't like that type of to withhold us from you. No. But you all. got some women out there that'll withhold a child from their father because they spitefully feel some kind no, of way. Oh no, that was our, our divorce ended in understanding, not no hatred, right? Or not no bad, nothing. Yeah, it was our understanding. But but that's what I'm saying. So back to my point, it goes back to that. That's a relationship with that woman that you have to mend, that you have to work on too, and come to an understanding because you don't want that to be the reason why you don't have a relationship with your children because your children actually need you. You don't want to wait until 20 years or however many years, it don't matter, to establish that working bond, that working relationship because the longer you wait, the harder it becomes. So you want to start the process of. No, I was, a, I was, no, not, but as far as being a dad, man, I was excellent dad. I just wasn't a provider. I was a man of the house. That was my problem. Before it's time with my kids and in a relationship with you, mm. as little kids, you couldn't beat it. But uh, that addiction, man, you can't. Well, that's what I'm, I mean. That's that's part of it. I mean, but I guess we'll have to say that one for another another episode because I mean that's a matter of perspective. I didn't see it as that. Because, I mean, I was too young to know what a dad was or a good dad was. It was just not something that I really registered. I knew, I knew mom. That's yeah, it. She was she was great. Yeah, great. Man. It really, it. you know what it boils down to? It's boil, it boils down to consistency. You could be, as long as you're consistently doing something, mm -hmm. that's what it boils down to. Because you can do something once in a while about, you know, bring them toys and all that stuff every once in a while. Yeah. I don't even remember a lot of the stuff you saying that you did. Because it well, wasn't consistent. As far as once y'all, when, when we were divorced, then my addiction went 100%. Mm -hmm. You know, worst guy on earth. You know? mm -hmm. So, yeah, that those were for him. But at the times when we were married and, mm -hmm. and we were together, that's that's the one mm -hmm. that I'm speaking of. Okay. But see, I was... <coughs> you were a young kid. Yeah, I was probably three or four. Yeah. And that, that's the time that, um, that it all fell apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's that plays a major part in it. Drugs and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Just Especially if you got a, a, a pretty good woman um, that's willing to do, yeah. you know, whatever it takes to make yeah, it work. Yeah. yeah. Perfect relationship, perfect couple. Mm -hmm. America's couple. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and America's I, sweethearts, I, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I, boy, if a person could turn back the hands of time, uh -huh. boy. Because your decisions affected her life also in a way. No, yes. You know what I mean? To where, you know, that's a whole nother conversation that I'm probably going to have to have with her. But I know how she felt for you at that time. You know, it's kind of like me and my wife. Like, I, I can't see myself being without her. But, um, and I think that's why this podcast is great for that reason. Because it kind of gives you a, a place to where you can come to, to kind of think about things from a different perspective. In the sense that, you know, when you're in your life and you don't really see past that moment, you just see turn up and have fun and do this and do that. You don't see how it will affect the future and how it'll affect the things that you want to do or trying to do. Every little thing affects something. But you got to know how to attach that thing to what, what it affects in the future and how, you know, being certain ways 
and having certain relationships with whatever, you know, because, you, you, for instance, going back to my point about building a relationship with that woman, not to build a relationship with that woman to where you won't have to um, fight for custody and all that kind of stuff. But you, in, in those situations, to be able to identify the woman or the people that you're dealing with is extremely important to be able to see f- firsthand how your decisions right now will affect not only your life, but her life and the children's lives and how it all is interconnected into you. Everything starts with the man. I have an episode I'm going to um, talk about where I'm going to talk about that, where everything starts with the man. The man affects everything. Everything. If he's off, everything will be off. The woman will be off. The children will be off. The dog will be off. Yes. Everybody will be off. Um, because of him, he is the leader. He's the one that we look for when we are trying to move forward. Now, granted, the first five or six years of your life as a child, you want mom because she is all you know. You came out of her. But after a certain point, to be introduced to the world around you, dad does that. Dad takes you out of that incubator of your house and that, that mother mold and introduces you to the world. And it's important because that five or six year old range is when, especially young boys, but girls too, become interested in things outside of the house. So it's important to have that structure and have that guide there to introduce them to the world. Because if not, they're gonna learn on their own. And that's why you have so many kids doing all kinds of stuff at a young age, at a younger, and it gets younger and younger because the fathers are not in their right position. So it's important to um, have access to information like this, the Relationships and Chill podcast, where we cover all kinds of stuff. We talk about all types of different things. But this is a very important thing because as a man, it's important to know that your seed you have to cover in the sense that what you give out is what you have to protect. It's going to come to you eventually and want to know more about who you are and it wants you to introduce it to the rest of the world. It's going to begin to see it through your eyes because naturally, an apple don't fall too far from the tree. So, yeah, it's, imp- so it's important to um, to understand that and it's important to know what kind of apples that's falling from your tree. So, Don't be afraid to, to communicate with your kids and express to them. Uh, let them know that you love them. Let them know that. Absolutely. That was uh, the last word from Pops. I guess I'll let you have that last word. You got anything else you want to add? That'll be it. I'm just happy to be here and enjoying life. So There you go. This has been uh, Relationships and Chill, R. Anthony, Pops, <laughs> and we're out. Peace. Thanks for listening to Relationships and Chill. For more information on cultivating the relationship of your dreams, Please follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Relationships and Chill or subscribe to our YouTube channel at Relationships and Chill TV. You can also visit our website at www.relationshipsandchill.com. Together, let's make relationships great again.